Hello everyone and welcome to Panel Circle, a podcast with a father and a son who talk about comics they read growing up and that's pretty much it, I think. Uh, I'm the son, Brandon Wallace. I'm Barry Wallace. <laughs> Hi, Barry Wallace. That was that was great off the top of your head. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought, uh, yeah, that, we, I mean, that's pretty we, much it, right? We generally both have a script and you have lost yours. So oh, I, I didn't lose mine. I moved my office around and I just put uh, it in one of my drawers and... I got a bunch of shit on top of that drawer, so I can't get to it right this second. That's okay. Last week, I, you know, all the notes I had taken, well, I didn't take the notes for, for Turtles, but all the uh, uh, the notes that I printed off for Turtles, mm-hmm. um, for some reason, I had thrown them away. In between, oh. <laughs> and, and, you know, because it was like three weeks from the time we recorded, so for whatever reason, I would thrown them away, and I'm like digging around looking for them. And luckily, I hadn't taken the trash out of my in my office, so it was just a bunch of paper. Just a bunch and of paper and, and pizza crusts. Well, you know, you know, paper and mail and stuff, so I was digging through that, and I was like, ha-ha! ha-ha. <laughs> Why would I do this? Yeah, what what the hell was I thinking? You printed them off. They sat for two days two or two weeks or whatever, and you were like, oh, this is trash. We're done with that. Yeah, like, why do I have this on my desk? Yeah, uh, paper? <laughs> Got it. Recycling? Stupid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How have you been, Father? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Been uh, up to a, a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Not really. I haven't really done much. No? How's your, no. New, how's your new year been so far? Well, I, I think I told you I bought a new... Um, 13 inch um apple or ipad yes and yes, you uh, did. i've been loving it and then i you know and then i fought with dc for three days you did um, you, yeah you try. fought with them to get the app working for yourself <laughs> to get the app working you know and, and, and you know and i had to had to be very rude with him yeah um, i think I sent, I sent you the uh one of the emails that you know like uh, i think I, what did i say something like um you know, it took me three minutes to do Marvel, three minutes to in, in less time to do IDW and Dark Horse, and once again, DC is lagging behind everybody else. <laughs> Get your shit straight. Yeah, I saw I saw all the emails because you were doing yeah. it through our podcast email. Mm-hmm. I know. So I saw I saw everything. <laughs> yeah, you were very mean. I was not very very mean. I was <laughs> I was frustrated. You were very mean. Poor <laughs> Ashley. Well, you know what? Get your shit straight. <laughs> Sorry, DC. Get your shit straight. Um, Seriously, I'd see it. when I signed, when I I transferred Marvel over. It, three minutes, right. three minutes. It took it, it, it took even less time. Mar or IDW and Dark Horse were yeah, even less time. Now, do IDW different. and Dark Horse have their own apps? They do. They're different oh. apps. They're 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 pay they they're a la carte apps. So you, it's not like you can sign up for eight dollars a month or ten dollars. You can a make month. an account and then buy your comic. Yeah. But I so, mean, so I've it's been, Comixology essentially. But yeah, except you to, don't get anything for it. Like Comixology, you know, it, it is a monthly charge, and then you get some stuff that comes with it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, here's the thing: like IDW's got some really good stuff. I've been reading um, the yeah, the new Sonic Ragnarok. Comics. Do what? Sonic Comics, I believe. Yeah, are I think over, they do have some. I have. I have I think they, are they Archie? Com, or Archie used to do the Sonic Comics. I think IDW mm. does them now. I said, well, IDW and Dark Horse, they've got a bunch of, of licenses, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, of course, IDW's got the Turtles. Um, Can you go back yeah, and yeah. read the old um, Star Wars stuff that's on Dark Horse, or is that just I gone because Marvel has I don't it? know. I haven't done. I haven't dug that, that far into it yet. Dark Horse, I, I went back. So the I was at the prices are fairly good on Dark Horse and IDW. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went. I went back because I'd never really read the Hellboy comics. So I went and mm-hmm. bought the first collection. It was on like seven ninety nine for you know three hundred pages, three hundred sixty pages. It's not bad. Um, no, that's what I thought. You know, and then of course you got Umbrella Academy on there. And I might have to after get that last Airbender. Like I said, you just pay as you go. And and I've been you know um, the End League. I've, I've started reading that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, basically Watchmen and all this. It's 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 a it's another right. twist on the the what last superheroes, superheroes on real? Earth. Well, it's the last superheroes on Earth and blah 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 blah, and, and gotcha. bad guys have taken over. And like I said, it's so far I've only read the first issue. It's interesting, right? Um, but I, you know, so far I like it. I like <clears> it a lot. Well, that's good. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to look into those. Um, especially because I, I forgot that the last Airbender comics were uh, one or uh, one of those two companies. Oh yeah, it's it's Dark Horse. I'm looking at them right now. Yeah, because those are excellent. I have read those before. Have you really? Yes. Um, they're very good. Oh, Ape Sapien. He has his own volume. Yeah, he's got his own series. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. Now, that one's a little expensive. That's $18 for... Well, it's Ape Sapien. You know, Hellboy, I, I mean, Hellboy's course, cheap. Hellboy, Hellboy's a lot cheaper. Nice. Yeah, 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 he is. Um, I, yeah, like I said, I moved my office around. That's pretty much the, the newest thing I've done so far this year. I bought some new bookshelves. Um, Whoa! Ha- happy twenty twenty three to you, buddy. Happy twenty twenty three. I'm putting all of my comic books, all of them, on these shelves. Mm. So that'll be fun. Right I'm now. looking through right now at Dark Horse Originals. Mm-hmm. None of them are really grabbing my attention. <laughs> well, you know, that's the one thing about like, like Dark Horse and, <clears throat> and IW, like their originals, like they, because they they lot of that a lot of different artists come in and do their you know their own thing, and it's like eh, a lot of that is not going to speak to me, right? Like today's comic. Uh, is that a dark horse? <laughs> no, that is uh, today's comic uh, is Scott Pilgrim, uh, mm-hmm. volume one. Uh, it is mm-hmm. done by Oni Press. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we want to get into the comic already. I was just segueing a little bit. It's up to you, man. Oh, Bill and Ted. Yes, Bill and Ted. We're discussing Bill and Ted today. Whoa, Bill and Ted are doomed. These are only 99 cents a piece. Wow. Buy the whole series for for four dollars. Wow, you know I heard wow. that the the guy who does the Bill and Ted comics he's been doing them uh, since the first movie came out essentially, mm-hmm. um, but he's never seen. His name is Alex Winters. Yes, <laughs> is it Alex Winter? I have no Did idea. Did he write I that? I doubt it. I doubt it. Oh, uh, what else? Let me see. We're, no, it's we're like maybe that. maybe it's a different series, but like I know that uh, like because it's IDW. Right. Uh, Evan, it's Evan Dorkin, Roger yeah. Langridge, and Evan Dorkin. So yeah. Evan Dorkin and Roger Langridge. Yeah, it's Evan Dorkin. Um, and he's never seen, or at for a very long time, he had never seen any of the Bill and Ted movies. He had and a, how would he know how he to had put a, that he had, in there? He had a basic idea of like what's happening in the movies, but he was he never watched them. Mm. So like, there's a story about how he'd been writing it for so long, and he finally went and saw the movies, or finally you know, sat down and watched them. And he's like, okay. this is not my characters. <laughs> like, this is not Bill and Ted. They, they, well, that is Bill and Ted, so I do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry, Evan. <clears throat> um, yeah, there's just so many, just looking at these, so many licenses that yeah, they say, have. It's a lot of licensed products. Yeah, both in, both them and, because IDW's big thing is really a Star Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I, like I said, I've been reading... Um, through them, I've been reading the Ragnarok series or Walt Simon's Ragnarok series. Yeah, um, it's pretty interesting. I've only, I'm only two issues in, but it's pretty good. That's the one where Thor is like a, a corpse, Cause, basically, because Rag- yeah. Ragnarok has already happened. Yeah, yeah, and so he is traveling. He was not there for it, so right. I am, I am somewhat familiar. Um, I have not sat down and read it, but. Uh, people that I know have, uh, and they uh, they highly endorse it. So, yeah. 
I've I've been enjoying the first two. Mm-hmm. Um and then I've been and then I've been reading um have you ever heard of Canto? Canto. Canto, C A N T O? No. I've been reading those. Those are surprisingly good. They're they're more like an all age comic, mm-hmm. but they are full of heart. Uh they're funny, uh it, it, well drawn, well written. Mm-hmm. Um, easy to read. I've read like the, the first four of them. I've read in like you know like half an hour. I mean, what's the what are they about? Or is it sort of? No, uh... it's. I guess it's a. It's it's. They're tiny little robots. Mm-hmm. When I can tell you know, and I'm I'm not completely versed in the lore yet. So so because I didn't start at the beginning. I kind of read like a later series. Right. Um. So from what I understand, they are tiny little. This may be like set in the far far future. Mm-hmm. No humans. Um, uh, there's giants, but I can't oh. tell if the giants are humans because these guys are so small. Gotcha. Um, like I said, it's I would, I, I have surprisingly um, kind of fallen in love with that little, these little characters. <laughs> well, good. And um, like I said, on the on the app, they were only I think they were ninety nine cent a piece or something like that. It's not bad. No. Yeah, I'll have to give those a, a, a Canto. I will have to give those a look. Oh, search Canto. Canto. Yeah, so Canto, 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 um, and whoops, sorry. Well, yeah, dollar ninety nine each. Sorry for each comic, but um, the whole the volume one is is ten dollars. Oh, okay. So and it looks like uh, six issues. Oh, these guys are adorable. Yeah, yeah. They look like <laughs> little. They look like little knights. Like exactly, but I mean, when you read it, that is full of heart. I mean, they are. They they're fun. They're just fun. Because they they're like they're the super brave, but you know they're like so small. They remind me of um, like Bionicles. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you know that's actually kind of. So I was thinking about I was thinking about doing these, uh, you know, covering these guys. Yeah. And uh, and coming up. That'd be fun. Yeah, we do a, a reverse panel surf. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's something you've read that I haven't read, and you love it, yeah. so yeah, it's still I, it's still I, something to talk about. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I, like I said, I've really enjoyed the the two series that I've read, and, and like I said, they read quick, very quick. Mm. So I will go have... ahead, IDW. Way to go, IDW! You did it. You did it. You did something that Marvel and DC couldn't do. <laughs> you wrote a good story. You made me happy. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, don't kill off their wife, or don't don't mess up their marriage. Don't do a one more day type of thing. Oh, is are characters married? No, hey, they're not. They're they're oh. just friends. Oh, okay. At least as again, I have not read all of it, so I'm not completely up to date on the on the on the whole lore. I will let you know in a week or two. I have to be careful because when I first got these, and hey Steph, I know you're listening, so I'm gonna just go ahead and spill the beans. Now it's gonna be three weeks since it happened. I actually spent a little bit more money than I should have because I was like, oh, what about this and this and this and this? <laughs> ooh, ooh. And then I then I then I was like, oh wait, oh, hold on, I'm I'm having to buy each one of these individually. Hold on, let's not do that for a while. <laughs> let's take a little bit of a break. I guess I have to stop buying comics yeah, now. I should have to buy, stop buying digital comics, you know, one day after buying this uh, this awesome iPad. Kanto 2, The Hollow Men. Yeah. Well, that looks very fun. I will have to yeah. give that a read. I would, I'm telling you, you will read it very fast, too. Get the, get the Dark Horse app. It, it, it's really easy. I wonder if they have, like, a web, I wonder if they have like a web browser, because... It's easier for me to read because I, I like sitting down at my computer and reading them because I like I have the Kindle thing. Yeah, I, I buy comics just on Amazon because they go straight to mm-hmm. Kindle. Yep. So I've, is, I've been, is that on? Is that on Amazon? Yeah, because you, you can buy Kindle. No, 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 no. I understand that. But is Canto on? Oh, I don't know. Let me see. Canto. 
No. <laughs> Why would it's, it be? Yeah, it's not. It doesn't. It's not in their library. See, I type in Kanto though, and I'm surprised there's not like an Incanto mm. book or whatever. And I type Incanto. And that I mean, come you know what? There. Maybe that mean Olibuela wouldn't let them do that. She was like, I, "No." Yeah, probably. The she, magic stays in the house in the she, in the casa. I know that she like redeems herself by the end of that movie, but God, I still don't like her. I'm like, no, you're still no, too. She's the worst Abuela you're, ever. You're so mean to Mirabelle. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, let's see. Kanto, if only I had a heart. Kindle and Comixology. Oh. Uh, it is a Kindle Unlimited. I don't have Kindle Unlimited. Mm. And it looks like they don't sell a digital copy on. I'm saying, get the. Oh, uh, I can just read for free. No, oh, there you go. Look at that. <laughs> if I have the account, which I don't. Yeah. Okay. Well, like well, I said, just get the get the Dark Horse app. It's free. To yeah, download. I think I'd rather just give the money to Dark Horse anyway. Or exactly, I, that's IDW. what I'm thinking too. IDW. Yeah, that's yeah. IDW. Sorry, IDW. I think that's I think uh, that's the way I was thinking too. Because they're just, they're just smaller. They do have a lot of licenses that, that I really. I mean, other they're. Than I mean, Star Trek. I, that's their money. They got hey. That's that's how they stay in business. I, I get like, it. Dark Horse and IDW are in the top five of comic publishers. I understand that, but that's because a lot of it is. I mean, they um, are four, and they are number four and five. Who's number three? <laughs> image. Ugh. <laughs> it's definitely image. Who's number one? Probably I Marvel. It's Marvel. Yeah, it's probably well. Marvel has been the number one most every month since the early eighties. Right. Yeah. It's like, Occasionally, DC will pop up. You know, if something's going on, like you know, like hey, crisis is going on. Let me say, they'll jump up. You know, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most part, Marvel. I think actually from the mid seventies, Marvel took took them over and has never really looked back. Good, good for Marvel. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> good for them. Now that now that they have D or they have the Disney money, they don't care. They're like, ah, eh, fuck it. Yeah, that's true. So we just discussed a comic that you've been reading that you do like. So mm-hmm. let's go ahead and segue into a comic that I made you read that I get the feeling you didn't enjoy. Uh, it's not one hundred percent accurate. Yeah. No. No, well, here's the thing. This is this is so, this is very of its time. It is very of its time, and I think the problem is I didn't read it mm-hmm. in what 2007. Uh, 2004 is when the first one came out. Okay. When so I Scott Pilgrim I really popped off in like 2011. Okay, I guess. so it really blew I up. didn't read. It. So here's the thing: if I had read it in 2004, 2005, when I was 30, mm-hmm. when I was much closer to the age of these characters, maybe it would have right been a little bit better it's very 90s i can say that it's very much this is very much a kevin smith story i mean i know it's yes. not kevin smith but this feels like mall rats this feels it's, like it's very grungy yes uh, well i mean like it indie rock is yeah i mean is it, some, i keep i was keep waiting for for um for, for jay and silent bob to pop up somewhere because this is very should, much that you style. should keep reading no, <laughs> they don't no, i'm not going to um <laughs> they but don't, it's but... it's very much that style like i said if i'd read it when I was thirty, it probably probably may have may have hit right. a little bit closer to home. But reading it at forty eight, when you know, I'm like, I'm so beyond yeah. where these ki- these characters are, these kids in their lives, literally, kid, yeah, they're children. Kids. Um, and also, I don't think you, I don't really like Scott. I don't. I don't you're not supposed, supposed to. Like to. Scott. <laughs> you're not supposed to. You're supposed so. you're supposed to because he's the main character. But um, as the story goes on, you realize like, oh. He's off. He's 23 dating a 16 year old. Seven, um, she's 17. Now, yeah. Yeah. He says that. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> she's a high school kid and he's 23. Yes. Um, yes. I know. Scott Pilgrim like, is bad. 
yeah, I did not like the movie, so I did mm-hmm. not think I was going to like the the book. Uh-huh. Um, I like this book better than I like the movie. I'll give I'll give it that. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie it's, the it's, movie had the issue of trying to condense seven novels into the, one movie, so it's a little fast paced. But I still I I really love the movie. Um, I know a lot of people do, and we'll, we'll get into the comic actually in uh, in a second. Basically, what I want to do is I'm just going to go and summarize chapter by chapter. There's only five chapters. Mm. Um, and I'll just I'll summarize Where the chapter. The chapter breaks? Oh, there we go. Okay, I see. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> and we'll they, just kinda, they sneak up on you. They do sneak up on you because they're they're not like they literally just stamp it on a page and they go, "This is chapter yeah. five. It's just hey, just chapter two. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like, sure. Okay. I don't see. I didn't see where the last one ended. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, between <laughs> yeah, it was like chapter two to chapter four. Uh, I missed chapter three three times reading through this. I was like, "Where the okay. fuck is chapter three? <laughs> <laughs> like I could not find, could not find that mark. I was like, did they forget uh, yeah, chapter right three? I don't see it. I don't um, see it. it. It is on the page where Scott finds Ramona at the party, and he he sidles okay, four. Hold and on, he, and he sidles up to her. Hold on, da, da, da. Okay. <laughs> there she is. Ah, mm. oh, she's got the three on the shirt. Yeah, it's like next to her shirt. Yeah. No, oh, there's three on her shirt. Uh, you might have a different. What copy are you reading? Um, it's the orange volume one little tiny book, okay. little manga book. Gotcha. Because I'm, I'm, I have that copy. Oh, there you go. Okay, I see three. Okay, I see. Yeah, okay, big, I see a big old three. And it says this one girl. Yeah, but if you go to the page before that, mm-hmm. while Ramona's standing against the wall there, and the other two girls, and there's a girl standing over there. Oh uh, yeah, the other girl does have a three on it. Yeah, you are correct. I do see that. That's what I was thinking. Okay, so but then that's actually I could see that better than I could see the three on the on the next page. Yeah, because then the next page, it, like it just comes and goes. Like you don't pay attention to it. Yeah, it's it's not the focal point. Uh, e- either way, I, I'm I'm getting off. We're getting a little off topic. Uh, I want to summarize each chapter essentially, and we'll just talk about the chapter and okay. the in the events of it. But um, I was gonna say Scott Pilgrim is one of those things that is sort of like the Ninja Turtles for people my age of just like an independent comic that really blew up. Okay. It, it just in that way, just okay. in like, it, it's an independent comic that got really popular. Uh, however, it did not have the staying power of Ninja Turtles, obviously. I say, Michael Bay hasn't made a, a, a Scott Pilgrim movie. <clears throat> no, a much better director did. <laughs> <laughs> um, did, I, I will say this for the movie it did have all the Marvel stars and the it, DC stars I mean, it had, it had Superman, it, Captain America Captain, ca- Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel Huntress. Um, Huntress yeah what's um, your name from uh, 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 Sky High uh, Huntress. yeah I mean uh, I can't remember what her name was in that in Sky High it's, her name's Gwen in Sky High but ah. uh, I can't remember uh, great movie fantastic movie Mary I wish Winston. there were comic books of that. Yeah, I'm surprised there aren't, actually. Um, but no, like, Scott Pilgrim is, like, very popular amongst people who I think were born between 1990 and 2000. Like, it's very specifically that one decade. Because you were, mm. like, a teenager slash a small child growing up um, in the late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, where all of this stuff was really becoming popular and being in like into indie music and and rock was like in granite like 90s that's always been a thing right what just being a hipster i'm sure yeah i mean 
<laughs> if you're, it depends on who you're talking, you're talking to. But there's always been people who are like, uh, you know, I don't listen to the traditional music. I listen to these grungy little bands that only play, uh, you know, this one bar um, in Toronto, Canada, and yes, you can so only, yes, yeah, yeah, that's that's <clears throat> this comic. I am much better because I I know real music. I don't listen to the mainstream. Like, all right, shut up, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> um, Brian Lee O'Malley, who's the creator of Scott Pilgrim. Uh, and the the artist and the writer, like he basically one man band. Um, yeah, he's definitely one of those kids. He was a teenager in the '90s, a uh, young adult in the early 2000s when he wrote this. Uh, he was super into like the music scene, uh, Plum Tree, the Saltines, uh, <laughs> Scott Pilgrim, actually. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he's super into those kinds of things. So he put it all on a paper. And while I'm, I don't think that I am necessarily one of those kind of people. Like I know that I'm not. Um, it still hit in, in a very unique way, I think. Well, I know the movie's a hit. I mean, there's a lot of people that like the movie. Like, I don't like the movie. I know. I realize I'm on the wrong side of history there. Eh. Um, but no, I don't think you are. It didn't do well. Well, I well, it's become like I know Stephanie really likes it. I think it's um, it's a the movie has fantastic music. I think that's one of the best things about the movie. I mean, it's got Chris Evans. That's the best thing about the movie. That's true. I mean, I love the music. Beck did the soundtrack for the movie. Well, there, there you go, Beck. Okay. <laughs> well, Beck did this. Well, actually, Beck didn't even do the soundtrack for the movie. Beck um, taught, and Michael Sarah already knew how to play guitar and everything. He actually had to dumb down his skill to be as bad as Scott Pilgrim is mm. um, at playing bass. But, but Beck uh, taught them all the music that they were going to do. He wrote all the music and then all the actors actually performed in the movie. Like even, um, right. what's her name? Captain Marvel. Oh, Brie Larson. Yes. Her song in the movie is also performed by her. Well, yeah, well, she, she's a singer. Mm-hmm. She is. Yeah. yeah. I think, isn't she a former number once, you know, did she have like a, she was like a pop star, a couple of hits or something. Uh, yeah. A pop star. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? This is not Brie Larson. Um, well, I mean, but you know, it should be, uh, <laughs> yes. let's see. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I thought. Hmm. I'm just looking at Beck songs, like getting nothing, nothing. What I got. Uh, yeah. I said, remember loser. that. I think, you mean loser. Like, eh. Mm-hmm. eh, Beck is a very specific kind of music, right? I mean, I'm like I said, I remember the nineties. Beck you know, is I one remember. of those guys who is quote unquote self-taught. So he's only, sure. yeah, he's never <laughs> taken a class or anything. I don't love Beck. I think there's maybe a handful of songs that I'm like, oh yeah, this is a good song. Like I said, there, yes, oh, there and are a couple Beck? songs cool. that, yeah, there are a couple songs that go like, okay, yeah, where it's at, loser, yeah, got it. He's got a recent, um, uh, relatively recent song uh, within the last like three years. It's called Wow, uh, which is, <laughs> it's like Wow. Yeah, actually, it's that's exactly. that's a song. From, that's a song from Shrek, by the way. Like Wow, I think everybody should listen to it. Is it? Yeah. It's like right now. Like, wow. Shrek. What? Like Beck has one, too. Yeah, I was like, like, like wow. From yeah. by Leslie Carter. Oh, OK. Yeah, I was just like, because there's the Beck one that's called Wow. And like in the song, he goes like, it's like, wow. It's like right now. So Hold I was on. like, have you heard that? Is that in Shrek? Hold on. We're going to play it right now. All right. See? Mm. <laughs> I didn't hear it. It's any like, of wow. That. 
didn't, you didn't hear any of it? No. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I lost you because you just went silent. I guess you what you yeah. were holding your headphones up. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't think we could play music on the on the podcast anyway. And what are they gonna do? Until they send a cease and desist letters, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll play. I'll what play. We're not I'll, making. We're not. We're, I'll play. We're not I'll, charged. In, in that moment, I'll play a ten snippet or a ten second snippet. Yeah, like I say we're not charging for the podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. That is true, I suppose. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's go ahead. So, uh, so that's what Kevin's or Kevin was. A, no. Will was talking about that with his uh, Beatles podcast. They do it all the time. He's like, until they send me a cease and desist letter, I'm I'm going to keep going. Yeah, that's fair. I suppose. Um, well, then you ready to to get into the main discussion of this? Yeah, Re- man, let's talk ve- about it. Very early, not even thirty minutes into the podcast. Wow, I know it's crazy. All right, so we are discussing Scott Pilgrim Volume One, uh, Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Life. Oh, hold, 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 okay. Did you watch anything this week? I did not. I finally did watch something. What'd you watch? I watched um, Black Adam. <laughs> okay. So I was off of work Monday, so I was like, you know, you know I was like, got up and Stephanie, Stephanie went to work. I didn't, so I got up a little bit late and went downstairs like, I'm going to watch this movie. And, and you know what? I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's fun. It's, it's not, not good. It's not great. It's not yeah. great, it, yeah. but it's it's fun. Yeah. I, I mean, the I fact don't... that... They... Hmm? I, I, the fact that they're like, oh, you know, uh, we're not making any more of these. I'm like, oh, that's a shame because I had, had a good time watching it. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it uh, when we went and saw it. I think, you know, hindsight is obviously 2020. So I've been going, I've been seeing a lot of posts and stuff about it and be like, oh, yeah, that was silly. I don't care. I still enjoyed it. It is silly. There's no doubt about that. It's silly. There's a lot, you know, I will why say, he comes up, why I'm, he, why I'm, an ancient Egyptian or not Egyptian, but um, someone from the angel comes out speaking perfect uh, American English. It's magic. Uh, it doesn't quite make sense. <laughs> it's magic. I, well, that's what I'm saying. I understand it's, it's magic, but it's like, um, but why do everybody else in that country speak English? Um, well, actually, there's like, an explanation hey, in that movie because they're being, they're in like a police state from like a, like a bunch of South Africans. Inner gang. Yeah. From inner gang. Yeah. Inner gang, which is only played by South Africans. There's a bunch of white people. Is it just South African? White I mean, people? I mean, that's South Africa. I mean, I understand that, but... Um, yeah, Australians and South Africans, it seems mm-hmm. like, was all of Intergang. Well, like, not very international, really, when you think about it. <laughs> well, you can't have Americans doing it. <laughs> no, well... We're, we're, yeah. the good, we're the good guys, right? We're the good guys, yeah. Yeah, sure, everybody, everybody who's listening knows that, that we're the good guys. We're the great guys, even. Yeah, um, I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun. I, you know, I, I don't necessarily know why it had to be about the Justice Society. I don't dislike the Justice Society, but I think they were like, probably the best part of the movie. Ooh, the most interesting part, anyway. Just getting, um, getting I, so I think um, Adam Smasher and what's your name were Cyclone pointless in the movie. They didn't add much, but no, I don't. I, I don't I, like Noah Cent- Centineo, um, no, the I guy who plays Adam Smasher. I think he's. I like I said. I don't know him anything else. I'm sure he's on some WB show or whatever, but. He's in, um, um, I think he's got an Amazon show coming maybe. out, but uh, no, he's kind of known for being. I mean, he's not a bad guy, as far as I know. He's just he says stupid shit online a lot. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and he, like I said, I thought, I thought, I, I didn't mind Pierce Bronson, and the guy that played um, Hawkman mm-hmm. was pretty awesome. I liked him a lot. I think he was probably the best, um, in the movie. Right. Um, although their goal was kind of stupid, like we're gonna. We don't do anything when an an international gang of terrorists comes to take over a country, but when 
what may possibly be a supervillain comes out. Now we're going to send in everybody. Right. Like we're not going to, I was like, but I was like, I don't under, he just killed a bunch of bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, <Aldous laughs> why, why, why is this a bad thing? Aldous Hodge, by the way, is who plays Hawkman. Mm, he was great. He was yeah. great. He was, he, the only thing I know him from, he was in one of the Star Trek shorts from a couple years ago. I think is, um, isn't he from uh Lovecraft country on HBO? He's not the main character. If he is, he may be a side character in there. Maybe. I mean, the main character is Jonathan. Was it Jonathan Winters? Is that his name? John King Majors. Jeez, Jonathan Majors. Sorry, Jonathan Winters. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He's the main character. Hmm. Him and um, Juicy Smollett's sister. What's her name? <laughs> Juicy Smollett. <laughs> I don't know. She's Black Canary in, in uh, Birds of Prey. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know her name. So the two of them were the main characters. One's Marvel and one's DC, I guess. Wow. No. How did they make it work? No, he's not in Lovecraft Country. I thought he was. I don't know why. Like I said, the only thing I knew him from, I, I recognized him from that one Star Trek short that he was in. Yeah, short, um, short and, tracks. Yeah, short track. Yeah, it was, and it was, uh, he was pretty good in that, but he was just, it was just him talking to the computer the whole time. He's in Black Mirror. I don't like Black Mirror. I don't love it, but he's in it. Yeah, well, good for him. <laughs> either way, either way. Either way. But uh, I thought yeah. the movie was good. I, I enjoyed the movie. Um, I thought it was a shame, you know, after watching it, that the, they were like, oh, there's not going to be any more of these. Well, that that kind of sucks. Because it not... was just stupid, dumb popcorn fun. And uh, I like that sometimes. sometimes. I don't need – I thought it was a lot different than some of the others – dc projects that they that have come out mm-hmm. um that you know they it's take themselves fun. too seriously more it's, a lot more fun. more fun i mean i like the rock uh you know he, he like i said he he does what he he does what he does and I, that, you know and he does it pretty well i'm a little tired of the rock but I, yeah. I i do generally i think most of his movies are fine yeah i think he he um he very much so is like oh i'm only going to play this type of character like well, I, that's what I don't. Like, I don't know how much range he has. I don't play actor. someone who loses. Like uh, that's Well, that see that I guess that is. I do have a problem with him and you Vin know Diesel. Vin Diesel. Like, no, my character never loses. Like, uh, you know what? Sometimes that that's more endearing to your character to yeah. lose. Yeah, your character's boring. And then come back. Wins. And then come back. I mean, it's, people don't love Rocky because he always won. It's because he overcame the obstacles and then and then won. Right. <laughs> because so. he did lose and then came he back did and won. And he can, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. But Whatever. Yeah, what it, do I know? I don't know anything about. It. No. <clears throat> um, but yeah, and it's, I'm it's, certainly not going. Uh, certainly, it's worked out well for for the, for the Rock. Yeah, he's, and doing, for he's doing well. He's a, they're, they're, they're both doing, doing well okay financially. They, you know, they're yeah. they've got it. They've got this. You know, lockdown. So. Yeah, they're they're doing they're doing just fine. Yeah, they're doing just fine without my opinion. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Fox, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim, <clears throat> uh, Volume One. Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Life. Uh, and we're going to start with chapter one, which is dating a high schooler. Um, yep. Let's see. I wrote this all down last night. And uh, every time I wrote Scott, I accidentally wrote Scoot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> um, but once upon a time in Toronto, Canada, Scott Pilgrim was dating a high schooler. The myst- mythical land of, of Toronto. It doesn't really exist, everybody. It does, There's no it, such it place as Toronto, Canada. There's no such thing as a tooth fairy. And there is yeah. no Queen of England. Yeah. Well, that's true uh, now. <laughs> that is true now. Um, at first, his friends and bandmates are dubious of his intentions, but he explains that there's nothing nefarious about it uh, outside of being just straight up illegal. 
Yeah. Which I, I don't know. I, Canada. I don't I, know, know no, I'm pretty sure Canada. it's still illegal in Canada. Uh, they, his sister, jumping ahead a little, his sister, I think, says something like, this is kind of illegal, what you're doing. Or no, I think his, I think Wallace says something about it. Well, I mean, they're not having a physical relationship. At least no, at exactly. Point. Like I, I said, you know, I don't know what happens in the later books, but like, there's technically nothing nefarious about it. It's it's just like, oh, we hold hands, uh, we hug. We've, and he we've, gets his he gets his uh his scoop on all the uh the high school drama. Yeah, which he's he's super into. Uh, we learn how Scott met Knives Chow, a 17 year old Chinese Catholic schoolgirl, uh, on the bus with her mother and helped her pick up her books uh, that she had dropped, and that is how their relationship started. And that's it. That's the end of the story. Yep, that's it. So thanks for the po- thanks, <laughs> thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. Thank um, you, we'll everyone. See you next week, uh, should I go ahead and announce now what we're covering next week? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, it's good. We'll everybody just guess. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> everybody, you just pre- you just read whatever. We're you gonna know, read you Alf, the Marvel comic uh, Alf uh, from nineteen eighty something. It's coming up. Don't worry. Oh, is it? <laughs> I have every issue. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely do. Um, afterwards, Scott returns to his shared one-room apartment uh, with his roommate, Wallace Wells, uh, and we learn, uh, as the audience, that the entirety of the apartment, other than a few small belongings, uh, belonged to Wallace, and even some of Scott's mm-hmm. things Wallace paid for. Um, yes. The very next day, Scott... It's uh, like living with you and Zach. Like, yeah, everything and... I had, I paid for. It's like, Jesus Christ. You're <laughs> the worst roommates ever. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of the situation they're in. Um, and they're so poor, essentially, that they only have one bed. And that, so they just share that. Mm. Um, the next day, Scott brings knives to band practice. And he prom- he makes her promise to be good. Um, and she's we're introduced officially to the bandmates of Stephen Stills, who's the lead singer and guitarist. Kim Pine, who's the female drummer, and that's important. Uh, and Neil, who is Stephen's younger cousin and roommate. Uh, he doesn't play anything. He's not in the band. He just plays Zelda. Uh, Knives falls in love with the music and instantly becomes. I didn't spell instantly properly. I wrote instantil. Instantil. That's that's like a medicine. That's kind of like so. That's that's if you're if you're doing um you're like uh, farming. Moonshine, you want you want that instant still. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say like farming. Like it's an instant till. Oh yeah, that's a good invention, Brendan. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> she becomes their biggest uh, fan, uh, but don't tell Neil because that would upset him. Uh, and later that night, Scott's younger sister Stacy calls to berate Scott for dating knives. Uh, we get some hints to a previous failed relationship with Scott, uh, it, who he is supposedly moving on from, but he is not. Uh, so the next day, Scott picks knives up from school. Uh, and the two go on a quote-unquote date around town, getting pizza, shopping at Goodwill, and visiting the home that Scott grew up in. And that is the end of Chapter 1. Wow. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts? Um... Anything in Chapter 1? That you wanted to talk about, we're getting some uh, we're getting some setup on Scott's personality. Uh, he's a bit of a carefree slacker type. Um, you know, the only obligation he really has in life seems to be his band, and even that he doesn't take too seriously. Uh, yeah, he says they suck. <laughs> yeah, he, he says they suck. He says that he's good, but th- that they generally suck. Um, you know, he doesn't pay for anything on his own necessarily uh he's kind of mooching off of his only his only friend um he, yeah like he's just a he's a slacker through and through he's a loser he is a loser through and through um and throughout the course of the story you sort of learned that no like, wonder beck got did the uh the right? music for 
He's a loser, baby. So why don't yes. you kill him? I, somebody's gonna try to. Someone will. Um. Yeah. So yeah, Scott's just. <laughs> we're we're getting to see from the beginning that Scott's not like the greatest dude in the world, and he's sort of stuck living in the past in in a way. Well, yeah, which is weird when you're 23 living in the past. Yeah, because <clears throat> your whole life is. Your whole life is still ahead of you, or going on right now. You know. Yeah, it's still very recent. Yeah. Because, I mean, the biggest thing you could look back on is high school, and you're like, you're just, like, two, three years out of high school. I mean, really. Right. Well, that's, years, whatever. that's sort of his whole character, right? It's like, the best best days of his life seem to be, like, when he was in high school. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it goes back at the end of the chapter when he goes to his, I guess, his, his parents' old house. Yeah, that he, they moved out of right after he was in high school, essentially. Yeah. Right after he graduated. Yep. So yeah, he's still living. I mean, that's the imagery there. That's the way I took it. Is that that's the they're just without saying it out loud. Like yeah, he he still wishes he was in high school. He's dating a high school girl. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in a band. He's, he's in a band, just like everybody in high school. Mm-hmm. Which in later volumes we he's been in multiple bands since high school. Ah. Um, Kim, who is the drummer, has been in multiple bands with him. Um, and Did since she we liked him, uh, they dated. Ah, uh, that won't come up. That doesn't come up in this one. And since we probably won't read in the others, you know, if you, if you have any questions about further things, just let me know. I don't. OK, cool. <laughs> uh, well, at what point does Chris Evans come into it? Uh, that would be volume two. Uh, Chris Evans is the second. Yeah. Give a boyfriend. Yep. Lucas Lee, no. who is a parody of Jason Lee. Nah, no. Makes sense. Yeah. Skateboarder turned actor. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Mm hmm. And when does uh, Superman show up? When, what, when's... Volume three. Yeah, okay. He's evil X number three. Okay. Now you know. Yeah, I do know. And um, and yeah, and um, Captain Marvel also shows up in volume three. She's Scott's evil X. I have to, I'm trying to think. So who's Scott? Oh, so it was, it was Elizabeth, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, right? Was it was it is Ramona? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would. I think I would have stuck with evil X. On yeah. That one. I would, I would uh, well, she, she she left him. <laughs> oh, I still I would I was stuck with stuck with Captain Marvel over. Not, nothing wrong with Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I mean, uh, Obi Wan is a very happy man. I'm sure, but I think yeah, he think I think he's doing pretty well for himself. Yeah. Um, so, but having my having my choice, it would be Captain Marvel. Yes. <laughs> because you know, I mean, I Captain have Marvel versus option. Huntress. Captain Marvel is just stronger in general. Well, ex- well, yeah, but by all means, but she. She better She's like the third you. or fourth strongest Marvel character. Yeah, she might be the first. I don't Other than think maybe Thor. Is. I think it goes back and forth with her and Thor. But she's neither one of them are the strongest Marvel characters. I mean, neither one of them are strong I mean, as Galactus. Fine, fine, I guess I should say in the MCU. In the MCU, she might, okay, she yeah. May, she yes, might be the strongest speak, in the speaking MCU. Speaking yes. only about her version of, of Brie Larson's version of the character. Sure, I think sure, she sure. might well, be the, the what, first what, or second, depending on... What movie? Where you rank Thor? Yeah, you know, or what? Yeah, what's going on with Thor's life at the moment? Because Thor is like definitely like, oh yeah, he's he's stronger than the Hulk, so he's stronger. He's he's at least the strongest, other than her, right? I would I would say he's the strongest Avenger. Let's say that. Well, yes, of course, because she's not really an Avenger. She's like strongest Avenger, Captain Marvel. I'll do my own thing. Yeah, I don't work with you. Yeah. Uh, getting into chapter two, uh, do you know her? Uh, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, you you're gonna get ready to get to know her. Okay, good. Because um, those were words that came out of my mouth. 
Uh, Scott begins to have bizarre experiences while dreaming. A girl with bright colored hair and rollerblades keeps showing up in his dreams. While at the library with knives, he sees this dream girl in person and learns she's very real. Scott begins to obsess over the girl. At the party of Stephen Stills' on-again, off-again girlfriend, Julie Scott, uh, on-again, off-again girlfriend, Julie, comma, Scott finds out that the girl, Ramona, is attending, and he instantly tracks her down. Short chapter. Yes, yes. This one is a very short chapter. I will say this about the book as a whole. It didn't take long to read it. No, it's very quick. I um, I didn't read it until uh, Friday night. I, I mean, read it. I've, I've in, read it many times. I've but. read it in bed. I think it took me two nights, but you know that was like from from eight forty five to nine fifteen. You know, two, you on got, two different nights. You got bored. Uh, well, because you know at nine fifteen, I, I it's it's eyes it's uh, it's light it's lights out. You know, I'm like, lights all right, out. yeah, it's it's sleeping time. Sleeping um, time. Yeah, I'm almost fifty. At, at nine fifteen, uh, don't be don't be silly. I'm not gonna be awake. <laughs> I and mean, I'm still making up for New Year's last week. You know, where we actually stayed up until midnight gotcha. i'm still not over that yeah, my sleep schedule is completely thrown off. yeah my body is still like what the fuck were you thinking <laughs> um so chapter two starts with like scott having i guess a bit of a nightmare a dream he's... It's, it's a dream but it's a sad dream right he's he's alone in the middle of a forest when this girl that he doesn't know and he's never met it's a little middle of a desert yes yeah, yeah did i say forest you did say forest. You know, it's, it's a barren forest. It's, it's, it's a sand. It's a sand forest. It's a sandy. It's a sand forest. Yeah. It's a forest of sand. Yes. <laughs> it's a desert. Correct. You were right. Um, and he's wallowing in his own. I do. I do pity. recognize deserts. You know, I I I know my dif- the difference between deserts and forests. Thank I, you, everybody. I, I don't. Thank I know you. the Gobi Forest and the um, the Amazon Rain Desert. I went to the the Joshua Tree Forest. You know, that was that was nice. You mean the Joshua Tree Desert? No, it's a forest. No, I'm pretty sure it's a. With all them trees, I think that's a desert, man. It's that's. A... <laughs> I think I know. <laughs> There's not that many trees. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you're right. I've, I've been there. It's so not... it is a desert. <laughs> it is a desert. <laughs> <laughs> With a few trees, you know, they're like, oh, look, there's there's a scattering of trees over there. We'll call them Joshua trees. Joshua Why? Trees. I don't know. They look, like, <laughs> they look like a guy I know named Josh. They look like some Joshes. They look like they Josh around. Yeah, they Josh. They're just Josh. Um, but a girl with brightly colored hair and rollerblades uh, whips through his dream. He's never met this girl. Um, but he wants to make out with her. He definitely wants to make out with her because he's awful. Because <laughs> no, Scott is hey, a sex you know pest. What? You do you do whatever you do in your dream. It's that's you know you're allowed to do whatever in your dream. Sure. Um, he gets lunch with Wallace and other Scott. Uh, we find Wallace pays for the meal again because Scott has no money and no job. Yeah. They go to the library. Uh, Scott and knives do. He's uncomfortable because it reminds him of school, and that's where Ramona uh, is making a delivery to the uh, the checkout clerk. Because she is uh, she works she for works Am- for Amazon. She works for Amazon. Name brand. She is- one Amazon driver in Toronto. Yeah, she's the only. <laughs> she's not even a driver. No, she's Amazon delivery person. I guess yeah. in that area. They, I guess the, she doesn't say all of Toronto. She says she downtown. Yeah. So even uh, then, this is we learn. We learn. We learn why though. Well, um, in the next chapter. Yeah, but we still, learn how she's it, able to do that. Well, yes, we learn how with the mystic, mystic arts and everything that she's she's mm-hmm. on top of. Um, but we also learned how small Amazon was in 2000. Well, I guess whenever they were writing this in 2004, Amazon yeah. was, yeah, Amazon was not what, what Amazon is now. No, that's true. Yeah. Cause, uh, Scott even says, 
technically, I guess in the next chapter, that it's that online bookstore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where you can buy CDs and stuff. And she's delivering to a, a library, so I guess more books. Yeah. Um, the second Scott sees her, he becomes obsessed. Uh, at practice that night, he barely, he doesn't even play a chord, or he plays one chord, and he's like, oh, I guess my hand's... Uh, his girlfriend is obviously distracting him. Mm. Um, and then... I guess in the next dream he's having, we get a glimpse of his ex-girlfriend who is singing because it's not Kim. Kim's on the uh, the drums in the back when Ramona uh, rolls through his dream again. Yeah. Do you, have any Do you have any questions? I don't. I'm. It is fairly easy to, ca- to follow. <laughs> it's very easy to follow. Uh, they go to yeah. Julie's. Not party. a lot to talk about. Like I said, that's, that's, eh. the, that's, you know. Uh, we can talk about how shitty Scott is. Uh, he's a shit person. He is a shit person. Um, they go to Julie's party. Julie, again, is Stephen Stills' uh, on-again, off-again girlfriend. Um, Scott does not like Julie, and Julie does not like Scott. Julie doesn't like mm. anybody. Julie is played by Aubrey Plaza in the movie. Ah, well, there you go. Yeah. She's uh, kind of perfect for the role, based on the yeah. way she's drawn later. I was like, oh, yeah, that's Aubrey Plaza. I can see that. Sure. <laughs> Um, Scott, uh, inquires about Ramona to, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. Um, Komau? What page I, are you I, in? Uh, I, uh, 52 while they're at the party. Okay. And he says, some party, eh? Uh, I think Stills and Julie broke up. Uh, I thought Stills and Julie broke up. Hey, listen, Como, Komau? I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name. Yeah, Como. I don't know Como. I'm going to say yeah. Como. And he says, and Como does know everybody. Um, he knows at least small details on everybody. So when Scott uh, just shows that Ramona has these little uh, dangly uh, hair things next to the side of her ears, uh, he instantly mm-hmm. recognizes that as Ramona and says, "Well, oh, she's at the party. So Scott immediately goes to find her. Yeah, Scott is, he is perked up. He is perked up. He is obsessed. Yeah, uh, it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. They kind of explain it, uh, why he gets obsessed with her so quickly. Well, because she's in his dreams. She's in his dreams, yeah. Uh, and then I mean, it makes sense if, if you know if I dream. Here's the if I dreamed about a person, you know, every night or whatever, and then I met that exact same person, I might be a little bit intrigued. Like, all right, what is going on here? What the hell's happening here? Yeah. Uh, Scott does find her, and she's le- she's just leaning against the wall, not talking to anybody. Uh, and that gets us into chapter three. Yeah, the uh, secret chapter three. The cheat. The secret chapter three which is called This One Girl. Um, Scott does meet Ramona, uh, but he, of course, embarrasses himself and chooses to instead stalk her the rest of the night until she leaves the party, after which he interrogates anybody who's met her to get more details. Finds out she's American, she works as a delivery girl for Amazon, and has or had a boyfriend back in the States named Gideon. Mm. Uh, Scott, trying to get another chance with Ramona, does the only thing he can think of. Orders from Amazon.ca. Uh, and waits until she delivers his package. While doing so, he finds he has an email from one Matthew Patel, but is too bored by the email to read further and deletes it. Uh, the doorbell rings, and Scott thinks it's his package already, but instead, Knives comes by, reminding him that they had plans, and the two go out once again on one of their simple dates. However, it is obvious that Scott is no longer interested. Uh, but Knives, who, uh, but not to Knives, who surprises Scott with their first kiss. Uh, to which he responds by running away. Yes, again, he does. Because he is garbage. Um, 
I think that's probably in that situation when it's yes, a I mean, girl yes, issues, yes, that's probably the best thing to do. Just like oh, I'm out. Yeah. No, thank you. He doesn't break up with her though. <laughs> he does not. He keeps dating her, and she kisses him several more times. She, I know she kisses him at least one more time. Yeah, uh, like three more times. Hmm. By the end of the story. Okay. Um. That's pretty much everything that happens in that chapter. Uh, I love Scott trying to order from Amazon just in general. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Amazon.ca, that's the <laughs> that's where you can order books and stuff, right? And Wallace, yeah, that's Wallace a, says that's yes. A, and he's like, he's like, what's the website? What's the, <laughs> what's the website for that? Like Amazon.ca. Um, one of my favorite parts about the movie in general is the relationship between Scott and Wallace. I think Kieran Culkin plays wallace in the movie um and he's maybe the funniest part of the whole movie okay um i think his delivery is very dry and it works super well for that character you mean it's not george michael it's not george michael he plays scott well do what he plays scott he does uh george michael of course being michael Sarah. uh you say potato i say potato yeah potato potato that's true we both say we both say potato i say potato I've Actually, never heard who says potato? I don't think anybody says potato. I don't even think people with an accent say potato. I mean, maybe some people from the potato country. I don't know. Mm, that's true. That is true. Um, it's taters, precious. What's taters, precious? That was stitch. That, that wasn't. Do what? I said that was more of a stitch. That wasn't a uh, schmiegel. Yeah, so that didn't sound anything like no. um, Gollum. And it sounded nothing like him. Um, yeah, and so Scott, Scott is just not not really into knives any longer. Uh, Which is, I mean, I mean, well, I, just, I don't know. I haven't seen this, them side by side, but I mean, knives is 17, 16, 17, whatever she is. Sure. She's in high school. Yeah. Um, so go with Ramona. That's the better choice. They're, I mean, they're, I mean that's a legal choice. More legal choice. Yes. I mean, <laughs> that is the legal choice. Uh, I'm not a- <laughs> I'm not advocating for him to date a high schooler. He's just so mean to her. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. I was like, just break up with her. Just yeah. you know, she, that's... he's so mean to her, and she's such a nice character. Uh, just... She is she, so far. Now I don't know where she goes later. I don't care. Um, she gets a I'm little. Sure. She gets a little obsessed because she becomes, and he and he does. Uh, she becomes pretty certain that he cheats on her, or that, mm. or rather that. Well, he does. Ramona, yes, <laughs> or rather that Ramona seduced him. And so she yeah. goes after Ramona before she sure. goes after Scott. Sure. That makes um, sense. Only to find out. And when he confirms it, like, yeah, I cheated on you. Like, I suck. You're better off yeah. without me. Yeah. Which I is, mean, he should, like you said, it makes him a bad person because you could just break up with her and she'll be upset, but she'll get over it. And because she's in high school in, in a week, she'll be fine. Right. Um, but that's Scott's whole story arc from, you know, book one to book seven is him maturing and taking accountability for his own actions. Mm, yeah, well, because he's not doing it here. He's not doing it, and he doesn't do it for a very long time. It's basically not until book, the end of book six and all of book seven before he really starts being like, oh, I suck. Like, everything that happens it, to me happens because of me. Okay. Um, it's maybe that's, why, maybe that's why I'm drawn to the story. I'm like, oh, I was a shithead. No, yeah. I was the shithead in this situation. I get it. I've never been that person, but you know, <laughs> I've never been a shithead. I've always, I've always, always been the good guy in every situation that I've been. You, in. you have so, in every situation. Yeah. Every situation. I've never known you to be mean. I, nope, never been mean to anybody. <laughs> um, that never us... hurt, never broken anybody's heart, never done anything like that. You couldn't possibly. I couldn't possibly. That's not. That's not my character. No, 
Yep, you weren't written that way. I'm ba- exactly. I'm basically <laughs> like Spider-Man, um, except for I would have stopped the 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 criminal and yeah. not let my uncle Ben die. Yeah, because that would. That's basically what happened. I I did that. You did do that. My uncle Ben is still alive. <laughs> I wish I could meet him. <laughs> well, you won't let me. No. I gotta keep him safe. <laughs> I don't know if you're trying to shoot him or not. <laughs> you might have some disease. I don't want. I don't want Uncle Ben to get a disease. Well, you got him sealed in a vault somewhere. <laughs> exactly. He's in a bubble. <laughs> oh, poor Uncle Ben. Yeah. Um, that leads us into chapter four, which is uh, Ramona come closer. Uh, and she does. She does. Uh, Steven Sills has gotten their band Sex Bob Omb, which is a um, Mario character. If you don't know what a Bob Omb is, the little the little bombs. In I know what Mario a Bob Omb is. I'm just uh, for anyone listening. Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie. Stephanie knows she's been playing the new uh, the new Mario game. Which one? Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay. She got she got she bought a a second controller for the Switch. Uh-huh. And the the new Mario game com- came with it. I don't know which one. It is. <laughs> the new Mario game came with the controller. Yeah. Wow. They must really want people to get that game. Yeah, we'll see. Hmm. I mean, I assume it's Mario Odyssey. That's I think that's I, that's the one that I'm came really with sure. the Switch. I'm not really sure. Let's find out. Does he have a hat that he can throw? I don't know. Hold on. Okay, we're calling her. Hey, question for you. What's the new Mario game you got? What's the the new Mario game that you just got? Cappy? What? That's it. That's the new game. Oh, Super Mario Odyssey. Okay, that's what we were trying to figure out. <laughs> I can't okay. hear. I can't hear anything she's saying. Okay, <laughs> Brain City can't. Brain can't hear you. I, I guess the the microphone doesn't pick up uh, telephones. So yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, that's Discord. Discord uh, dampens pretty much anything that's not directly talking into a mic. Okay. So it's Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah, Odyssey, that, everybody. That's a great game. Um, that was like the first game I got for my Switch. And I was, it was the only game I had for like a year. Is it? it was, I don't know. I see. I don't know if it's a new Mario game, but that she, you know, she just got it. It came new-ish. with the, the, the control. So newish. Yeah, she. It's new to her. New to her. Very good. Yeah. I mean, I think the the Luigi's Mansion is newer than that game, isn't it? The Luigi's Mansion two, three, three. whatever. Yeah, three. Luigi's which Mansion is the one? Three is the newest one. Which, which is the one I got her for her birthday, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that one is pretty new. I think it came out last year. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I believe it was last year. Um, but Stephen Stills got their band a gig uh, at the local venue, The Rocket, uh, where fellow band Crash and the Boys will be playing. Um, you know that one band with Crash and the Boys. With Crash Bandicoot. Yes, uh, we hate them. And the Boys. I mean, from the Boys. Yes. Wow. We don't want them. <laughs> no, they're what an, they're what an odd guy. pairing, Crash Bandicoot yeah. and these very violent eco- terrorists, essentially. Yeah. Even though they're the good guys, I suppose. With Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, yeah. Jensen Ackles. Yeah. Very handsome man. He is. <laughs> well, he is. Um, Ramona appears again in Scott's dream. This time he sees that she's delivering his package. Uh, he jolts awake and opens the door before she can even ring the doorbell. Curious why he keeps dreaming about her, Ramona explains that his head just happens to have a super convenient subspace highway. Uh, Scott is super confused, and Ramona draws the conclusion that Canadians must not have them, uh, which explains why there's always uh, no traffic. Um, yeah. Silly Canadians. They just don't know anything about our subspace highways. I mean, that's... That's the only way I can get to work. Weird. Um, somehow, Scott convinces... Yeah, somehow. 
Somehow, Scott convinces Ramona to go out with him later that night, uh, and the two meet up at the park. Uh, the two discuss Ramona working for Amazon as the only delivery girl in the downtown area. Uh, mm-hmm. They talk about how Scott is in between jobs. Uh, and for a brief <laughs> moment, uh, uh, Gideon comes up, her ex-boyfriend. Uh, but just then, the weather starts to turn foul. Uh, luckily, there's a subspace thingy, otherwise known as a doorway, uh, that Ramona knows about, which instantly transports them to her home and out of the bad weather. Uh, and then I, which is pretty cool. I, I, yeah, that, I mean that image is pretty cool. The games, because there's a lot of like video game stuff in in these comics. The more mm-hmm. the more it goes on, so it increasingly becomes more video game. I mean that is centric. very much like a Crash Bandicoot traveling to the you know one of the right the lands. Yeah. Yes. Um, things move impossibly fast uh, for these two. As first Ramona offers him tea and a blanket, uh, but very soon afterwards. Uh, the two are making out in her bed and out of their clothing. Oh, I don't know that's impossibly fast. I've... That seems very fast. Oh, I don't know, man. From <laughs> I met you today. I mean, yeah, I know it works for some one people. One night stands, man. <laughs> yes, I understand. Um, it's not like a one night stand, though. She seems real into him. I understand that, but for know, seemingly you... no reason, because he has very little personality or redeeming qualities. I mean, I, I mean, I know you're engaged, but you should have lived a little bit. This is not that uncommon. <laughs> I lived a little, believe me, but. This still seems very fast. Um, however, Ramona decides that she is not going to have sex with Scott, uh, but he doesn't have to leave. He's grateful for both, actually, saying he's just happy to be there with her because he's in love. Mm-hmm. He's in he's in love. Something. He's in love. Well, he's we, in love. He, he is. He's obsessed. He's infatuated. I guess. Yes, obsessed, infatuated, lust. I don't know. He doesn't know her well enough to be in love yet. Well, again. Well, I guess what a 23-year-old yeah. considers love. Right. Um, the next morning, Ramona politely kicks Scott out of her home so she can go yes. to work. Uh, and Scott, being the dumbest man alive, invites her to his show that night, at, or the next night, rather, uh, at the Rocket, where his friends and his girlfriend will be. Uh, yeah. And she says she'll be there. Uh, Scott goes back home to find a, a letter from Matthew Patel, uh, but he's just not interested in what this guy is selling, so he throws it away. Uh, Wallace tells Scott that if he wants to date Ramona, he needs to break up with his fake high school girlfriend. And that is the end of chapter four. And yeah, mm-hmm. Scott is just, just, uh, <clears throat> he's the worst. He's the worst. He's a bit of a player though. Um, he's a bit of a player. They they do kind of establish that he's, he's not an ugly guy by any means. He's very, he seems to be relatively attractive. He's much and better he, looking than Michael Sarah. Let's say that. Yes, I, I'm, and I don't think Michael Sarah is an unattractive guy necessarily. But uh, look I at do, him I do, Sure, <laughs> he has not his, aged well. He's in his forties. Is he in his forties? I have no idea. Do what? I have no idea. I don't know. I guess the last time I saw him, I was like, oh, oh no. I mean, doesn't he doesn't really do much? Um, I know, because I think he aged out of it. Maybe. I don't know. He still looks like Michael Sarah. He's thirty-four. There was a four in his age, so I was right. Sure, you're, yeah, they, exactly. Oh, he just had his first kid in 2020, in March. <laughs> that's fun. That's why he's not doing stuff. That That's why, yeah, that's why. I mean, it's probably part of it. I mean, I think, cause I think he was a cute kid, and I, I think he, he is, as a, as a, as a grown man, he, he doesn't have that. I think it happens with a lot of, like, child actors. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, you don't, you, you bank as a kid on your cuteness, and you kind of grow out of that. And I think that's what happened to him. I'm not saying he's a bad looking dude. He's just. Right. 
he's just not cute little George Michael anymore. Right. I will say that I think he has the personality. I think he has the voice. I think he acts a lot. It, he does a good job of acting like Scott in the movie. I think he's a fine actor. I think he pulls yeah. off the way that Scott acts in that movie. He, he's not what I imagined Scott to look like when, no. I, when I read these. Well, I only, uh, I only started reading these right before they announced that the movie was going to come out. So, like, yeah, like I said, I, this, I was only this, on the train slightly before the movie got announced. Well, that that's the that's who I that's the only Scott I've known until I read this, and you know, right? It is what it is, right? I think I mean they there was they've only done this once, but they did an animation um, about when Scott was in high school. One of the others, uh, a story from one of the other comics, uh, mm-hmm. and Michael Sarah voiced it obviously, and the the other person. Uh, who's in the scene is voiced by the actress from the movie as well. Okay, uh, and it's really good, and it makes me wonder, like, man, why didn't they just do like an animated series? Is Knives in the movie? I don't remember her being in the movie. Knives is in the movie. Is she? Yes, she is his girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I've only watched it one time. I didn't like it, and like, eh. him cheating on Knives to get with Ramona is pretty much that's the story. That is that is the story from beginning to end. Um. Who plays Knives in the movie? Uh, 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 wow. song. Ellen Wong. Why is yeah. she so far down on this list? I mean, I understand that they're much <laughs> higher profile actors, but like she should be like second build. Ellen Wong. Well, she's she's right behind Brie Larson on mine. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm on Wikipedia. Just no. looking at that cast list. And she's like 15 down. I mean, it's got it goes on this. It goes Michael Sarah, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Aubrey Plaza, Kieran Culkin, Chris Evans, Brie Larson, and Ellen Wong. Well, that's good. I mean, at least she got up there with all of them. Yeah, she's yeah. she's down here below Mae Whitman, who the voice of Katara uh, in the movie played uh, Roxy, which is uh, Ramona's ex girlfriend. Hmm. Isn't that fun? Also, also Isn't Hollywood fun. Also, hey, well, Hollywood is fun. Also, um, she was in Arrested Development with uh, Michael Sarah. No, she was. No. Uh, what's um, Will Arnett's character? Uh, Job. Job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's his his wife, right? Like the really oh, she, the, yeah. the really young girl that he like sure. gets married to. Oh, she was in Glow. She's yeah, Mae Whitman. No, no. Oh, Ellen Wong. Yes, yes. Ellen yeah. Wong was in was in Glow. Yeah. Okay. That's what I know. Gotcha. Uh, moving into chapter five, uh, everything starts to get complicated, and it does start to get complicated. Just a little bit. Oh, she was in Dark Matter too. Okay. You love Ellen Wong. She's in everything you like. She's like my my favorite actress. She's like of your, all time. your favorite actress. She's in all the things you like, and then one thing you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so chapter five, uh, Scott and friends arrive at the venue, uh, knives surprising, surprising him with a makeover and another kiss. And oh, what, look, she's in, she was in one episode of castle too. Oh man. She's in everything. She probably dies in castle. That maybe she might be. Yeah. Um, and another kiss and what awful timing too, is just then Ramona enters the building. Uh, it seems that she didn't see, uh, that happen. Uh, and Scott freaks out and runs to backstage to prep for this set. He does, and then he kind of doesn't even act like anything happened. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever, it's cool. 
Uh, Crash and the boys hit the stage and rock so hard they literally knock everyone on the ground floor uh, of the room out right before Sex Bob Bombs set. Uh, as the as the band hits the stage, they don't get to even play for very long uh, before the roof is literally smashed in by the arrival of Matthew Patel, Ramona's first evil ex. Mm-hmm. Uh, little uh, little does Matthew know, uh, but Scott Pilgrim happens to be the greatest fighter in the province. So yeah, we, that's that's what that's weird. <laughs> yeah, we we just learned that, I, and I, I'll discuss that when I'm done reading this because um, it's one of the, the themes of the book. Um. He's the fight. He's the greatest fighter in the province. So when he strikes, he's easily rebuffed. Uh, Ramona tells the crowd of how she dated Matthew in seventh grade for like a week, and only because he was different than all the other jockey white boys. Uh, that and his awesome mystical powers. Uh, that that's what always dr- drives me or draws me to to women. Their mystical powers, like Stephanie, she's well, a sorceress. Everybody she, who doesn't she, know that she dated Matthew because of his myth- mystical powers. I understand that, but I, you know, I am also drawn to women with mystical powers. Oh, well, then you must love the demon hipster chicks that, de- that Matthew summons because they have mystical powers. Well, I do, but like I said, my wife is a, is a sorceress, so I, you know, her mystical powers, you know, come before everybody else's mystical powers. That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wrote, uh, and to demonstrate his awesome mystical powers, Matthew summons a group of demon hipster chicks to fight at his side, while Scott instead has his friends at his back somehow. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, two, the two trade rhymes, which is translated in the movie as a pretty good Bollywood-esque song. Um, and I, I love it. I love all, again, I love all the music from that movie. Um, score- well, maybe I should watch it, because like I said, I only saw it once, like, years ago. Maybe I was in a bad mood. I don't know. I, I didn't maybe. like it. I don't know. It's, I think it's funny. Um, of course, Scott- I wonder if I can get my wife to watch it. She probably won't want to watch it. She- no, she probably wouldn't. She probably hates that. Yeah, she probably hates that movie. She does. She um, hates everything about the early two thousand. Yeah, <laughs> same. Um, of <laughs> course, Scott trounces Matthew, and in classic video game fashion, Matthew bursts into a small handful of coins, uh, though not even enough for bus fare. Yeah, two dollars. Was it two dollars and ten cents or something like that? Something like that. It's fifteen cents short of bus fare. Uh, Canadian two two dollars and fifteen Canadian. I guess toonie. I think is there is the cent is what they say toonie. Uh, 2010 yeah, two thousand ten cent. Yeah. I don't know? know if it's Toonies. I have no idea. I'll just flip to that page. Loonies and Toonies. Loonies and Toonies. I don't know. It's, ask Steph. She's Canadian. <laughs> yep, she is. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> that must be why she loves Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> That's exactly. She loves everything about Toronto. That's you know. <laughs> it's her her homeland. Her homeland. She's like, oh, it's like it's like being home. It's like being home, you know. In a book. She grew up. She grew up. Yeah, exactly. Even though she grew up in Norfolk, she is, you know, <laughs> technically part partial or part Canadian. Technically, her mom is Canadian. Yes. Um, before anybody can see, Scott and Ramona run out of the building together and catch a bus, where they discuss the situation they're now in. If Scott wants to be with her, he will need to fight and defeat her seven evil exes. Scott agrees, and he asks if Gideon is somebody he'll have to fight. The mention of Gideon seems to upset Ramona as her head begins to glow. However, he, she says that she still wants to date Scott. Uh, the volume ends with Scott looking nervously out the window. Well, now, in the movie, doesn't one of her exes a, a woman? Yeah. Yeah, and I know in the book she says all she says boyfriends. She mm. doesn't say exes. In the movie, they punctuate that when he she said, yeah. you have to fight all my evil exes, and he says, ex-boyfriends, and she says, exes. Okay. I, th- I thought I remember at least one of them being a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one played by Mae Whitman. Ah, in the movie. Gotcha. Um, 
Yeah, so I wanted to talk about the the fight scene that happens in this. So okay. because we're not going we're not going to go any further into Scott Pilgrim, at least I for now. I'm I might make you read another one. No. You might not like that. But <laughs> no, I, I won't do that. I, I appreciate you humoring me for this one, at least. Um but no, sort of later on in the series we learned that most of what we're reading in all these volumes is what's in Scott's head. It's like him okay. over, it's him over dramatizing what's happening. It's not actually what's happening, it's how he perceives everything that's happening. Yeah, be- sure. be- because he's so um he's so full of himself. He's like, I'm the best fighter. Like, no, you probably barely got out of that fight. You know, uh Ramona- Oh, in the in the in the movie, yeah. I don't think they 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 I mean he I don't I never pictured him as a fighter in that movie. Right, exactly. But yeah, then that that's sort of the the story that happens is that like he has misconstrued everything to make it so that he is always the good guy. Mm. So like with his, his, his ex-girlfriend, the, the one played by Brie Larson uh, in the movie, you know, he's like, you broke my heart. And she's like, you broke up with me, but he's, mm. he's twisted it in, in his head. Essentially. That was like, like, no, you broke well, up with me. You broke my heart. So the, I mean, this, this, the story is told through Scott's eyes. Yeah, exactly. And Scott's yeah. eyes lie to us, the audience. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Because Scott doesn't think he's a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Never think we're in, in our in our in our 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 stories. Most of us, none of us think of ourselves as a bad guy, mm-hmm. even when we are. Yeah, and Scott is though. And and that's I think the the main story in general is that like. Scott is the bad guy, and he's he's learning that slowly about himself because as the story goes on, he starts to show more and more that like, oh, like you you were just a child, like really, like you do not comprehend half the things that you're saying, half the things you're doing. You're hurting people. You're being like a real jerk, real jerk, real yeah. jerk face. He is for like a lot of the story, especially past like volume three, volume three, four, and five. Like he kind of goes back and forth between like being real real awful to his friends uh pretty pretty nasty to ramona in general he's like yeah and i think the whole, the whole thing is like he wants things to just stay the same right yeah like, exactly because he's obsessed with like i just want to be in high school i just want to be you know a kid i want to be young forever you know things were simpler then things are so complicated now that i'm an adult i don't want to do that so he's, he's constantly trying to force everybody into this box that he wants to live in. Yeah. Um, and in that way, it is a, a complex story. Uh, although if you're only reading the first one, obviously it doesn't come through that yeah, way. Yeah, I would say I wouldn't call this complex storytelling, but again, it, it could go deeper and I'm sure it does go deeper as it gets, right. as it goes on. Um, in this one book, it's, uh, you know, I don't know. It's, I mean, you it's can hard. See them it's hard. To, yeah. You can see them building. However, it's super hard to imagine because, uh, I, I love Scott Pilgrim as a series because um, by the time I started reading it, the series was done. I was able to get all of them and read them all, mm-hmm. you know, sort of or just about done. I think that the last book came out right around the same time the movie did. So there were six volumes or I think there are six volumes. So there were five volumes out or whatever. OK, um, oh, is, it, is, it, is it six books? I think it's six books. I think I might have said seven, but because seven evil X's, but I think two of them are in one book um but yeah so like i was able to read most of the story before the movie came out like right when i decided i wanted to read the story 
So, I, you know, from beginning to that point, I was able to, to, to follow that. I don't know how, when this came out, genuinely, that it, it did so well. well. What was the box office on that? Well, I, no, I meant, like, on the... Oh, the book? On the book, like, on the first book. When the first book came out in 2004, 2005... I don't well, know. Well, yeah. Did it did it sell well, or did it sell just well enough? It probably did just well enough. Um, that I don't. That I don't know. I mean, that's. I mean, this copy word of, of mouth can you know a lot of things can you know can can. I don't know. Did it did it do well, or did it do well after the movie came out? I mean, all it takes is one. It did better, it did better after the movie came out. Well, that's what I mean. All it takes is is one Hollywood producer to read the thing and go like, "Oh, this is really cool," or you know, and, right. Edgar and Wright. let's make a movie of this. Yeah, it only takes Edgar Wright. Exactly. Well, there you go. Yeah, and but it he... made forty nine point three million dollars. Yeah, it was. I think it was a flop in theaters. Uh, Oh, let's see. After initially flopping, it did flop at the box of the comic production as a cult following. Yeah. So, yeah. See, now it's... Yeah, like, aftermar- aftermarket, it's done very well. Yeah. And that happens a lot of times, too. I mean, it's going to do well in, in DVD sales and merchandising and, and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I, I love the movie. <laughs> I really I really love the movie. Um, But I, I like the... I like the comic better. I think the comic is better it's overall. More, it's more in depth. I mean, that's that's yeah. the problem with the well, it's the problem with a lot of the comic or movies based on if you, if you're trying to make a straight ad- adaptation, like that's where the MCU doesn't make a straight ad- adaptation because it wouldn't work as well. Right. Um, well, I will say that they didn't do necessarily a you know straight up adaptation. A lot. Say what? what? I didn't say nothing. Oh, I thought you said something. I said nothing. Can't believe that. Can't believe you would say nothing. I, you know, I was like Shazam, and then I Shazam, you know, and then I had to go fight crime for a little while. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it. it I it, did it at the speed of light, so you shouldn't have even. I mean, you were quiet for a couple seconds, so you were yeah, well, you were definitely gone for a noticeable amount of time. Yeah, well, that's what happens. Can't believe you would do that. No, I got to fight crime, man. Um, I don't remember what I was saying. You remember All right, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember what I was saying? I don't. I was fighting crime, so I don't. I, don't... <laughs> I wasn't here. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I kind of checked out of the conversation about a half hour ago. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, either way, I appreciate you indulging me on, on this one. Uh, I I already had an idea going in that it probably wasn't something that you would love. Um, it was fine. Like I said, it's, and it, I already it, it, knew you didn't like the movie. We yeah, had talked uh, about that before. Exactly. Well, I think you were there when I watched the movie the first time. Um, um, oh, maybe. So yeah, I think we watched it at the old house on Lakeside. You know, maybe one time. Maybe I, maybe know, I made you watch it. It was on Netflix or something, and you're you know, like, "Yeah, this is really good." I was like, "You sure?" You're like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, well, shouldn't trust a, a, I don't know, eighteen, a fourteen year old, fifty, sixty, however you were at the time. And 2011's when it came out, so seven, sixteen, sixteen, yeah, yeah. probably shouldn't have. Yeah, probably shouldn't have. So we probably watched it to like thirteen, fourteen, somewhere around there. Yeah. So it's been a while since you watched it. You should you should watch it again. Yeah, I'm not in any great hurry to do that. Yeah, you should watch it again. Yeah, yeah, you know. You should watch yeah. it again. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna. I'm probably not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm probably uh, not gonna do that. Wow, I can buy. A uh, just to be honest, I'm gonna watch Shaun of the Dead instead. I think that's a better movie. That is a better movie. <laughs> it's a much better movie. Yeah, still Edgar Wright, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I think. I I love this movie. I don't think it's as good as most of Edgar Wright's movies, uh, but but it's still great. So, 
I can, um, I can spend two hundred eighty dollars no, on this Ramona Flowers can, figurine. Mm, get it? How much is it? Two hundred eighty dollars. Uh, um, no, I mean, well, you do you, but I'm, I, I mean, it's a good looking figurine. I'm not gonna, I mean, get does, it. It, does it look like uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead or does it look like the cartoon version? It looks like the cartoon version, which I yeah. think Mary Elizabeth Winstead is, is very pretty. Um, I think she is too, but the cartoon version is so cute. She's no Brie Larson, but she's know. so cute. Which, oh, I actually wanted to uh, talk about that as well. The art, I know you don't necessarily like very cartoony <laughs> uh, comics in general. What did you think about the art? I thought it was very cartoony. Okay. <laughs> there you go. That's not necessarily a bad thing because this is this is a cartoony story. Just I mean it's not it's not a silly cartoony story. I guess it in parts it is. Right. Um it matches the tone of the of the book. Mm-hmm. Let's say that. The art the art matches the tone. I mean you, yeah, if it, if the if the art was too crisp, then it wouldn't work at all. Right. For this story. Yeah. So the fact that the that the that especially you know later on it goes into a more uh fantasy type of of realm mm-hmm. uh the 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 art kind of works for that yes um, it doesn't take you out of the story took me out and it also story. lets you know that this is kind of a lighthearted story it's not though but it is right now <laughs> it is now yes and it it is later it is still a lighthearted story even though he he still he may learn from it but it's still a lighthearted story lightish yes yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not like it's, it's not changing the world. It's not, it's not Thanos. It's, you know, it, it's, it's Scott Pilgrim versus the world. What are you talking yeah, but he about? He doesn't, he doesn't fight Thanos because he would lose. He fights the world. He, but Thanos is not on the world. He on breaks the a 17 right year old girl's heart, father. Well, I mean, who hasn't done that? I haven't. I mean, I try to do it once a week. I'd never have. What are you doing to 17 year old girls, dad? <laughs> you shouldn't know. <laughs> no, I shouldn't. I shouldn't even talk to 17 year old. No, girls, you right? should not. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't even know where I would. <laughs> I don't even know where to where find would, one. Where would I find the time to talk to a 17 year old girl? That's fair. Where do you find the time? Yeah, I don't know. You, you tell me. You gotta make. You gotta make the time for think what's important to you. You know. <laughs> yeah, breaking hearts. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um. No, I just uh, overall again, I, I appreciate you letting us talk about this on the podcast. I love Scott. Like Pilgrim. I said, it's the it's, it's the conceit of the mine. podcast, man. That's it's what yeah. it's what the podcast is about. Like, all right, you're gonna introduce me to stuff, and, and I may not like it, and I'm gonna introduce you to stuff that you know, and you may not like it, but that's that's the conceit of the podcast. Hell yeah! Hell to the yeah! I found a Scott Pilgrim shirt that's on Paxson. That's the band. It says Sex Bob Bomb, mm-hmm. and it has the picture of Scott and Stephen and Kim. And this is Paxson. This is like a legitimate place to buy clothing. They spelled sex bub bomb wrong. Oh, they, you can't buy that. They put B A B O M B. And it's right. It says right next Fifth Son Scott Pilgrim Sex Bob Omb t shirt. They spelled it wrong. I can't believe they would do that. I would um I would contact the, the makers and be like, you guys are stupid and I hate you and you I guys are dumb out. and this is why I don't shop at Paxson yeah. and no other reason. Yeah. yeah. No other reasons besides Every reason. Exactly. And um, I hope you get a brain tumor, and that's it. Hmm. I don't know about yeah. that, but yeah. Yeah. Don't don't wish that evil on anybody. Yeah. Don't wish that evil on on Ricky Bobby. Uh, do we want right, to so... do we want to give the stones, or do you not even want to do that? No, we'll choose the stones. Go for it, man. Okay. Um. Let's see. I'm not going to give it the gauntlet. As much as I love it, I'm not going to give. I'm not going to give it the gauntlet. I love it. It's not deserving of the gauntlet. If you would give it the gauntlet, I would just walk out right now. <laughs> um, I would give it the power stone. 
Okay. Um, because I, I love the subspace highway. I think that is such a, a, a fun thing that they don't ever explain <laughs> in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, when Scott gets into that fight, despite the fact that it is likely not actually how things are going down, it's a fun display of power going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, he and his friends get together in a group and they shoot a laser at a guy until he blows up. Yep. yep. Awesome. Uh, reality stone? No. Not getting the reality stone. Uh, <laughs> it's it's firmly rooted in Scott's reality and only Scott's reality. It seems like. Uh, mm-hmm. let's see the Mind Stone. I will give it the Mind Stone. I love the writing. I love the story as it progresses, and I love the art. Uh, Space Stone. They do travel a lot. Uh, they go quite a few places in this. They go to a Goodwill. Uh, they go to Scott's house. They go mm-hmm. to Stephen Stills' house. They go to Scott's apartment. They go to Ramona's house. Like, they go all over the place. It took Scott all like, over all over Toronto. Took Scott like. Four hours to get home from Ramona's house to his house. So yeah, mm. that's a that's a wide breadth of space. Yeah. So I'm definitely giving it the space stone. Um, and this is a breeze to get through, so definitely the time stone. Um, but this particular issue, I'm not giving the soul stone. As the story goes on, as the series goes on, definitely, uh, I feel it deserves it. But for this uh, volume alone, no. So I'm giving it three, I believe. Okay. I, I am going to not give it the power stone. Mm-hmm. I am not going to give it the reality stone. Mm-hmm. I am not going to give it the mind stone. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to give it the space stone because they go through, you know, what a subspace corridor or, or a subspace high, highway through Scott's brain. Mm-hmm. Um, they go all over Toronto. So three, three you know, miles and fifteen seconds, something like that. Yeah, I mean that's pretty, pretty freaking amazing. Yeah. So I'm going to give it the space stone, and I'm going to give it the time stone because, like I said, I read it in about forty-five minutes uh-huh. um, between two nights, and uh, so that that's right there, perfect. Get it, you know, in and out. Um, not, you know, good thing. Uh, soul stone, no. So I'm gonna give it two stones. Yeah, two stones is better than no stones. Two stones is better than no stones. Also, I think I gave it four stones. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't keeping. I, lo- I, wasn't I lost count. I very rarely listen to what you say. That's true. I don't listen to what I say either because I wasn't keeping count of what I said. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, then, again, thank you for indulging me. Um. Yeah. What are we reading next week? Uh, next week we are reading. The 1989 release, the original release of Damage Control, the four-issue uh, mini of Damage Control that uh, introduced the world to the legendary Damage Control team. I'm giving it no stones already. <laughs> I hate I, Damage Control. I think. Have you ever read these? <clears throat> no. <laughs> okay. I've read. I've, are... I've read some stuff with uh, Damage Control. Where they appear, but I've never read Damage Control. Yeah, Damage Control. This is it's more of a it's a comedy series. Yeah. Um, it's not it's not to be taken seriously. It's like, it's at like all. a sitcom in the Marvel universe. It's similar to it. Yeah, it's four issues. The, the there I think there's there's been a few different releases, mm-hmm. um, or volumes. This is the first one, 1989. Um, and the first cover will be Spider Man on the cover with Damage Control. Hell yeah! Um, if I remember correctly, there's only one great episode or one issue, one great issue in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I th- think that's issue number two or three, whichever one Doctor Doom is in. And Doctor Doom is always gotcha. Would uh, be the greatest You're thing. Not holding your cards very close to your chest. Um, I think the whole series like, is the, interesting. We're gonna talk about four um, issues. There's only one that's good. There's only one that's great. I said there's only one that's great. <laughs> Okay, so, um, so we're gonna we're gonna read those next week, and it's gonna it's gonna be you know one we're not gonna just split it up. It's gonna be all four, um, and you know we're just gonna knock them all out. Mm-hmm. So that's that's that. I'm looking forward to it. 
Yeah, it's going to be great. I can't wait to read. I mean, you can wait. You have to. You have no, to I'm, wait. I'm reading it right now, actually. Oh, go go ahead and read it right I'm, now. I'm doing it right now. I, I right. said I couldn't wait, so I'm doing it right so now. You're just going to go live on to the, the podcast. Doctor, just skip to whichever one Doctor Doom is in, and that's mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. So anyway, anybody, however, everybody, if you would like to let us know what your thoughts are on Scott Pilgrim versus the world, or no, excuse me, Scott Pilgrim, Scott's precious little life, but and Scott's precious Scott, little life, or Scott Pilgrim versus the world, that's or versus the, the, the world, movie. yeah, I mean everything, or what you thought, what your thoughts are breaking the hearts of seventeen-year-old girls. Just go ahead and write us a, an email mm-hmm. to panelsurfing at gmail dot com. Yes. Um, let me know what your thoughts are on seventeen-year-old girls. Please don't do that. Please, yeah, please, please don't, don't do that. Actually, um, <laughs> no, don't. I don't want to have I, we we want to be able to read these on on the on the podcast. So don't don't tell me what your thoughts are on seventeen year old girls. Yeah, um, keep that to yourself. Say keep you know don't say that part out loud. Um, but yeah, send me an email. Let us know what you think about the the comic books, um, the podcast, uh, life in general. Um, yeah. If you like, if you're a fan of Star Trek, you let me know. <laughs> um, really, I mean, if you if you like baking. Um, I, I like baking. I like baking bread. It's it's fun. It's uh, very cathartic. So um, mm-hmm. let me know what your thoughts are as well. Um, however, you send that email to me. I will read it. I will respond to you. And then we'll read it on the podcast. Yes. And uh, after we discuss it and uh, humiliate you as much as we possibly can. Yeah, of course. You will be whisked away on a round trip boom tube journey uh-huh. from your house to the land of apocalypse for Ooh. dinner with Dan- with yes dinner with dark side um i talked to him this morning he is he's just gotten back from a vacation in laos thailand uh-huh where he had ant egg soup and he is going to be serving that to his guests uh ant egg soup it's a delicacy in in laos um i would not have it it's very high in protein from what i understand um, and, mm. uh, it's, it's, he said he liked it. Um, take that for what you will. His palate is not very discerning. Um, but that's what it's going to be. Um, ant egg soup. So get those emails in quick so you can, so you can go. Uh, yeah, no, that, this looks fantastic. You would, you would look at it and you'd think like, oh, like little quinoa things. Like, nope, not quinoa. No, no, <laughs> not quinoa. No, it's going to be ant, delicious. I mean, he's and eggs and eggs are bigger than ants somehow. <laughs> well, you know, I think chicken eggs are chicken eggs are bigger than chicks. I, yeah, I suppose there's a lot. There's an awful lot of egg for what comes out. Well, I wonder. I wonder, if, a, I wonder if multiple ants are in an egg or whatever. I'll admit, my knowledge on ants is very. very uh, they're very small. Very yes. small from whenever you know. Are they? Um, let's see this. Uh, let's see this ant eggs. Ugh, it does not look yeah, good. It, it does not look good. <laughs> It um, looks like um. Looks what? like it looks like uh, oh no! It looks like maggots. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, it does. It looks like larva. Uh, um, no, I was gonna say some of these pictures. What is that like sticky fermented bean stuff? Oh, that, dude, like, I don't. You, I don't you know what I'm talking know. about, though, right? Yeah, I don't want to know. I'm looking at the pictures right now. I don't really want to know. <laughs> I mean, it could just be. It could just be uh, tofuish. I don't know. Uh, natto, natto is the sticky beans. They're like they're uh. slimy. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it kind of looks everybody, like everybody. You're gonna have a great time. Yeah, just Google it, and then also just so you know what it looks like. So. Yeah, before you write that email, you might want to check that out. Yeah. Uh, well, thank and you for I just checked, me. We do not have any emails right now, so oh, okay. Good. Um, everybody, you're, you're all free. It's it's hey, um, it's gonna be great. Oh, spicy ant egg soup. Oh, that, now that does sound good. Mm. 
Well, uh, hmm. I'm glad, you know, I'm, I, you know, actually, I'm sad that I don't get to have ant egg soup, but someone who writes in will. They will. They will. Um, <laughs> mm. Mm. I'm so jelly yeah, right I'm, now. I'm jealous. Yeah. Um, Brandon, do we have any socials? Uh, we do. We do have socials. Uh, well, we have a social, rather. Um, if you want to talk about Scott Pilgrim, uh, or Ninja Turtles, or Spider-Man, or uh, Damage Control, even, uh, just hit us up on Instagram. That is Panel Surfing Pod on Instagram. Uh, I run that. Dad runs the email. Uh, you know, I'm much more fun to talk to. So obviously, just yeah, much more fun. Yeah, just shoot me an email. Um, just far, ask the people at DC. Yeah, I'm far more tech savvy. Ask DC. <laughs> I'm far more tech savvy. I probably would have figured it out without emailing. Because I'm smart. Uh, I figured out how to email, so. <laughs> he did figure out how to email. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that uh, panel surfing pod on Instagram. We also have a Discord. Um, again, I don't know how, I don't know how people join a Discord without being invited. So, I'm, I'm very confused I on that. I think you can ask to be. So, I think if you, if you find the Discord, I think you can ask to be on there. Let's see. Hold on. I'm going Maybe. on there right now. Well, you're already part um, of it, so I don't know. We're the panel surfing podsters. Uh, if you want to join our Discord. Uh, right now is Stephanie. Was Steph- did Stephanie? Did you invite Stephanie? I did... I invited Stephanie. Oh, so so okay. if you want to join, I mean, I if you want to join, uh, just let me know. I'll send you a link and you could join. I guess that that's fine too. Email, uh, message us or on Instagram or email us and I'll shoot you a link to uh, our Discord and you can join. Until I figure out how I've to joined, make it I've public. joined other Discords, but I think I had to ask permission to join. Maybe I don't know. I don't use Discord for anything other than what we do. Yeah, I've got just one other Discord that I'm on. Yeah. I mean, I'm on a, I'm on a few Discord things, but that's stuff that, like, friends have invited me to join. And I'm just yeah, I think like, Discord might be one of those things that you have to ask for. I don't know. Maybe. Or you have to be, you know, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Who knows? Who cares? But if you want to join uh, our Discord because you care, uh, again, just send us a message on Instagram or shoot us an email. Uh, and Ooh, I'll... <laughs> Well, I mean, I can I can also answer the emails. Okay, if you, if you shoot the email, you know, that one I get. I I don't know. Do you get to go to to Apocalypse for just saying, "Hey, I want to be part of the disc"? Yes, you do. Of course, you, you get. You do. You, you're you're gonna not going to be very active on the Discord afterwards, but yeah, you, you're going to be pretty pissed off. <laughs> as a as a uh, a mindless uh, uh, parademon, you're probably not going to have a whole lot to say. Yeah, probably not. That's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Well, and uh, I that, think that's about that it. Our, everything, is that, right? Is that our episode? Do what? Yeah, I, I think I think we're. I think that's. I think that's it. I think we did it. I think everybody. Thank you for listening to our Scott Pilgrim versus. Excuse me, Scott Pilgrim and his his daily life or whatever that the, the book was. Yeah, well, it's um, pretty much Scott Pilgrim's daily life. Yep, that's a that's lot of drama. It, yep, that's what it is. Um, and. Um, <laughs> So uh, next week for next week, be ready for damage control. Um, yeah. Everybody, do your homework. There will be a quiz. I think I said that last week, and I and there there wasn't a quiz. So um, it, it's a pop quiz. We can bring that. We can drop that quiz yeah, anytime mean, we it, want. So it, whenever. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be week to week. You know, it's we. Right. It could be a year from now. We could just drop it on there. Boom! What what happened in Scott Pilgrim? You're gonna be like, oh 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 <sighs> shit. Uh, he was. He was like, uh, what did we say at minute twenty two point five? And you're like, uh, he cheated on his girlfriend. Like, yeah, probably. And that's yeah, that's what happened. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, you passed this time. You passed. You passed this time, Phil. Lucky guess. Yeah.
So anyway, everybody, thanks for listening to the podcast, and we will see you next week. I don't really have anything to do today, so I'm going to just play uh, um, play on the, uh, the the PS5. I don't know what. I think I'll probably play Star Wars again. Um, Sounds fun. I'm going to. Just getting ready for the, the new one drops in March, man. We're, we're just two months away. Just two months away. I mean, yeah, that's, the only, that's the only exciting thing that happens in March. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about anything, about anything else. Well, spring. I mean, spring yeah, happens true. in March. William so. Shatner's so birthday. I can't believe you would forget. Yeah, uh, th- there we go. William Shatner's birthday. That's the only... Those, March 22nd, those right William March Shatner's 22nd, birthday. Yeah. yeah. I can't think of anything else that happens in March that I, that I no. would care about. No. Um, well, the Ides oh, of March. You Stephen, know, Stephen, 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 we're going to go buy Steph a new car in March, I believe. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, that's, I think it's either March or April. I can't remember. I may as well do it in March. You know, have something we might. Who actually might? have something to celebrate in March, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, a new car. <laughs> a little Honda Civic or something, maybe. Who knows what she's going to get. Ooh. Either way. Thank you for listening, everybody. Um, greatly appreciate it, uh, as always. Uh, if you did listen, and if you did uh, listen, or if you, you know, I, we don't care. If you, just give us a like. That's all we care about, really. Yeah, give us a five star rating. Do five star review. Why not? Yeah, what why do you not? got to lose? Besides your dignity. Don't, don't they get something for a five star review? Oh, they get the power cosmic for they, for twenty four hours. They do. They do. Who doesn't want that? Nobody's claimed it yet, except for Brandon. Yeah, I'm the only one. Wait, so I'm I've just not. been just been twir- no. That's true. Um, who else got it? Uh, I'm I'm the only one who's done a five star review on Apple Podcasts. I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I guess Gil gets. Oh, Gil got it because he wrote an email yeah. and he rated us on Spotify. Right. Yeah, way to go, Gil. See, I don't, he never. I never know what he did with the five with the uh, power. Cost. I mean, well, he became a parademon, so who knows? No, that's right. He is a super powerful power demon or parademon. <laughs> yeah, a power demon. <gasps> a terror demon. <laughs> a terror demon. Oh no. Oh no. Um, <laughs> love you Gil thanks congratulations, for congratulations Gil on becoming a power a power demon thank you very much uh, sorry that <laughs> happened to you buddy yeah it's not fun yeah well <laughs> I mean <laughs> maybe maybe we'll get Silver Surfer to rescue you I won't uh, I'll ask him to different I mean, universe I don't think he's gonna do I'll, I'll, be like, I'll be like Norrin Rand could you please uh, help uh, our our friend uh, Gil he became a, a parademon in, in another universe and he'd be like ah, ah it's like he got the power cosmic like oh okay yeah, I gotta go nah, help nah. <laughs> ah. anyhow anywho yes thank you for listening um, thanks for listening everybody bye bye